welcome to the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Winanda van Delft. I'm a health and mindset coach, spaghetti and ice cream lover, travel junk, and a cat mom. I love conversations that are on a more raw and deeper level. And today's guest is Faith Gabigo. She's an intuitive energy Reiki healer. She became a Yusui Reiki master in 2007 when she was diagnosed with general anxiety disorder. Faith believes that as long as you have an open mind, belief and trust in the power of energy healing, it will be all that much easier to allow the energies to flow through you. And that's the topic that we are going to talk about today. Oh, hello, Faith. Welcome to my show. How is everything today? It's great. It's wonderful. Oh, that is great to hear. So we already talked um, before this interview, we already talked a little bit, but can you tell a little bit about yourself to the audience? Because I obviously already know a bit, but. <laughs> oh, well, um, I'm an intuitive medium and a Reiki crystal energy healer. And uh, my passion is helping people uh, overcome, release the blocks that they have in their life. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how yeah. does that, how, how can Reiki uh, help with that? Um, help be, uh, Reiki helps to clear away any uh, residual energies or energies that are stuck in their chakras. So it's basically uh, releasing the energy through the chakras and then um, allowing in or bringing in the fresh new energy, uh, chi energy through the chakras. So uh, I help people who are like feeling stuck or stagnant or um, that they've tried everything, but nothing's working. And they feel like something, maybe alternative healing may work. Um, And so I help them, um, you know, I help them to go through those um, kind of issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what are chakras for the people who don't understand that or know what it is? Because I I knew we we are a little bit in that environment, so we know how it works, but how can you describe it to someone who has no clue what it is um well my my way of thinking of what chakras are like energy centers that are connected to different areas or aspects of i don't know things (laughs) so the crown chakra would be like a connection to the universe or knowledge to divine knowledge your third eye is um your your intuition the visions that you see in your mind's eye your throat chakra is for um speaking your truth more, being more in alignment with yourself. Your heart chakra is um, like what you're, what you're passionate about, what you love to do. Um, Solar plexus is your empowerment center, your motivation. Sacral chakra is your emotions and uh, root is your grounding, like your um, basic needs, like, you know, uh, daily living, home life, you know, making sure that you have, um, stability mm-hmm. yeah okay so how, how did you start doing this I mean I cannot imagine I mean you didn't start doing that since you were a kid <laughs> so how did you become uh, an expert in this how did you became interested in it um well it was in 2007 I'm sorry August August of 2000 um I got someone took the best of me. Like I, I was working in a very high stress, uh, you know, working environment, corporate environment. Um, and someone basically broke me down. Um, she really broke me down to the point that I wasn't able to 
I was like really depressed. I had panic attacks. I didn't eat for three weeks. I just wow. wasn't, it was like this nervous breakdown or some sort of like uh, breakdown or something. And it changed my life. And then instead of, um, instead of taking like medication, like I think they were trying to uh, give me Prozac at the time. And I said, no, I can't do this to myself. I'm a holistic, natural person. So I ended up taking six months of meditation class. Um, I did go to a therapist, but she was more like holistic. Um, I did some EMDR therapy um, that helped as well. I also watched like not to eat, I didn't eat any, um, drink any alcohol or caffeine, anything that would aggravate or increase anxiety. I made sure not to do that. Um, and then as she stated, uh, my therapist stated to me at that time, she said, um, you need to um, um, change your thoughts because I was very worrisome and constantly in the negative. So I'm like worrying about anything and everything that I didn't have any control of. So I think they say like change your habits to like 21 for 21 days and you'll come back, you know, you'll start your own new habit. So I started doing that. I started thinking more positively. And then um, I went to a psychic and she said, I think it's time that you try Reiki. And I looked at her and I'm like, what's Reiki? And why should I try that? Like, I don't know if I want to do that. Right. Yeah. And so I went ahead and found a teacher after thinking about it. I said, okay, I'll go try it out. So in 2007, um, I uh, got attuned to level one Reiki and it completely changed my life. Like I couldn't believe, like, <laughs> I, I don't, I can't describe it. Everyone's um, experience is unique and different. And um, you just have to go through it. And so that was level one. It was like, I saw, I felt all, like all my psychic channels opened up. I was already intuitive and psychic as a child, but it was more so, it just blossomed with Reiki one. And I loved it so much. I went ahead and went to become a Reiki master within that same year. Oh, so I did okay. it for myself because I had to heal myself because I was also dealing with a lot of, uh, childhood issues and childhood trauma that I was trying to resolve that it was just the energy just kept coming back up to the surface no matter how many times I try to clear it off so I knew I needed something energy you know energy healing wise or Reiki to help release that and it's definitely like a work in progress kind of thing like you have to constantly clear and let go of things so that you can start um, you know opening allowing yourself to receive more opportunities yeah so how does those that trauma and and the bad things that happen to you or to anyone in in general how is that affecting your health and your because you're talking about energies um how how does it work in the body like how can something like that hold you back in in the rest of your life um well childhood going back in childhood like for me anyway um when we're affected by trauma or uh, PT, uh, events that are really mm, heavy, severe, um, parts of our parts of our soul is gone. Like where it's just one thing is is that it's a repressed memory, which I had as well. Um, and later through the, later as I was going through a therapist, I was guided to a hypno a hypnotherapist, and that hypnotherapist helped resolve out or. <laughs> basically my subconscious revealed to me the real truth 
which was scary. But to go back to the, the childhood, childhood um, issues tend to hold us back because also our body has cellular memory. So um, it's important. And what happens is, is that, uh, let me see if I can say this. Um, so let's say it's an adult, we're going through um, certain aspects or events in our life and uh, someone like emotionally triggered us. Like I just literally learned about triggers recently <laughs> and um, something happened and I'm like, oh my God, like I felt so, you know, like something triggers you and then you start thinking about why did I react to yeah. that? Extreme? And it's because of the childhood. Um, like a smell or a word or the way someone says something that brings you back to your childhood trauma. Yeah. And we have to realize and understand that, um, it, you know, our, our parents were raised a certain way and um, they, they may not have, like the way I was raised by my parents is completely a different way than how I would raise my son. And I'm, I'm you know, try to do it as opposite as possible, yeah. you know, but you can't, you can't really go back in time and help, you know, you can't really go back in time and help your parents. I guess what I'm saying is, is that, you know, the only thing you can do is control your own behavior and no one else's. So do you want to continue to go back to the old cycle of your parents or do you want to go ahead and make a difference and change it so that it could be for, you know, the better. So, yeah. And so that's what I help with is like the, the, um, the trauma from childhood helping there's certain Reiki symbols um, that help with clearing out that uh, energy, trying to bring those pieces back to you. Some of it's through like a guided meditation or just, you know, allowing the client to speak their truth more or it, more, more so than anything for them to acknowledge and identify, okay, I now know why I feel this way. So let me go ahead and process this and then let me let it go. Like, yeah. because once they realize they identify with it then they're like, oh, I know why I reacted that way. Then they don't have to, you know, go back to it, you know? So yeah. that's a hard thing. And then also releasing is very important. Um, even for me as a healer, I have a hard time releasing my own anger or frustration or whatever I'm trying to hold on to. Okay. I just kind of remind myself, like, who am I? You know, I'm, I'm a healer. I'm meant to heal myself. I can help heal others. You know, trying to be speaking your truth more about yourself and what you do also helps with, um, you know, um, healing, you know, healing and, you know, letting go yeah. at least from what I know anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's always easier to tell someone else what's best for them uh, instead of doing uh, following your own advice. And that's what I that's what I've learned. Oh, that's what I've seen. Like it's always easier to guide someone else uh, and, and not follow your own advice. Um, but but how? What I'm curious about is because you said you were depressed. So how did you make that? I mean, you you said you you changed your mindset, but how do you? really do that because it's, it's I think it's the same with everything in life when it comes to change like you know you may you maybe know that you have to change or you have the knowledge for example if you want to lose weight you ba everybody basically knows what they have to do to lose weight you know you need to move your body and eat healthier but how do you get yourself actually to take action how did you um, as someone who, who was depressed and had high anxiety levels 
do that because I know for myself, it's really difficult when you are in that state, when you are feeling so negative, it's really hard to actually get yourself to do something. So what happened for you that you took action? Um, took, <laughs> so took action to to do oh to heal myself or to, to just... heal yourself yeah and to to go to see a psychic and a therapist and okay that's a good question so um 15 i'm 44 now so about maybe oh. 15 years yeah i know i don't look for <laughs> 15 years ago or so um the crazy thing is i kept seeing the numbers ones 111, 11, 11. It was constant for like, I don't know, five years or so. And back then, no one was really talking about repetitive numbers. Now, if you look online, there's like a zillion websites talking about their interpretation of what ones are. My interpretation is, I mean, now that I've learned about it, is this is a sign of your spiritual awakening. And so if you see the ones, it means you have a spiritual path. So Back then, what happened is I met a woman who I call as my um, my guru, my spiritual mentor guru, and she was <laughs> I I knew nothing of this whole ascension path and healing path. I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? This is crazy, you know. <laughs> and I remember she just basically volunteered her time, and she was like, you know, and she just became that guide for me. And I was like, okay. And she said, you need to heal yourself before you help heal others. And I'm looking at her like what I'm supposed to help heal others like I don't understand this you know yeah. but, and that's how it was all through the time she kept just guiding me along the way she was like you need to release this from whatever happened to you in childhood you know and eventually you'll go up this ascension path thing and I'm like ascension path what's that <laughs> so you know but now you hear it more often you know I ascension path raising your level to raising your consciousness to a higher level and I guess that's what I had been doing this whole time, you know, without really understanding or doing it. And then you just, you know, eventually start getting guided to certain things. Like when you're ready for something or when the universe understands that you're ready for something, then something else falls into your place, you know, into that place. Mm -hmm. uh, it's being aware of what you see because you said that you saw a lot of ones. I think uh, the, 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 the universe is made out of energy. So even you may not know it at that time, subconsciously that the energy is directing you towards the one that, that you saw or you know because what you focus on is what grows is what I believe so I, I think your energy your subconscious level was basically pushing you into that direction to take mm -hmm. action and to find help I think right yeah find guidance I, I don't think everybody can do uh, can do anything on their own especially not big changes in their life i think we really uh we basically always need help <laughs> yes that's true i think it's um i think it's my passion that drives me you know like you know like i said 20 years ago i went to a psychic and she was like you're gonna have your own business one day but i'm like what phone business but you know she's already put that into my head now. So all through the 20 years, I'm like, I'm supposed to have my own business. So you start training yourself into that, yeah. but thinking, and then, um, then it got confirmed by an intuitive astrologer on the birth charts. I'm like, Oh, everything's starting to come together now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You said before that you were really intuitive as a child. So what does that even mean to be intuitive or what are the signs? Psychic. Yeah. Um, 
So for me, um, I remember growing up, maybe age seven, when you're playing that game, the memory card game, when you're flipping cards and you're like, oh, let's pair up the cards, you know? And I knew which card to choose that was a match. <laughs> that was how I knew I was like, mm, something's up with this. Or I can tell what the picture image is behind something that isn't even like, I don't see it, you know, physically, but I can see it spiritually. And then as I got to my teenage years, I had a friend of mine that was in California and he would just play little games with me. And he was like, guess, guess what position I'm, I'm doing right now. And I literally was like, well, you're sitting this way, your arms are crossed, you're holding the phone with your right hand, da, 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 you're wearing this kind of shirt. Da, 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 da. And he was like, okay, you got it right. And I'm like, really? Are you sure about that? Yeah. And I would scare my other friends as I'm telling them over the phone, well, you're wearing this, this, that. I'm like, they're like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> so like then I was like, oh, I must have something, but I didn't really put a, you know, a finger to it. Or also uh, it was like um, a sensing or a knowing of things, like, you know, having a thought of someone and then finding out that they, you know, passed away the next day or two and those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, how, how did you deal with that? Because, you know, you obviously kind of knew that there was something different about you than your friends. So how, how did you deal with that? I just kind of sort of kept it to myself. Like, I didn't really talk to, like, everyone or anyone about it. It was just, like, maybe onesie twosie kind of friends that I know I could trust. Yeah. So yeah. you're afraid that you, I don't know, might be weird or that people would look different. Think, yeah. Yeah. Think of, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. right exactly yeah, But, yeah. well I, i i i think that the world is changing in that way at least um i i see big change when it comes to that so i think that's a good thing so people know that they are not weird or crazy or see things that are not there and now that i'm talking about it i'm thinking like i don't know if that's uh also something spiritual or not but When I, since I was a kid, and I do it still these these days, um, when I see the days of the of the week, they have different colors for me. Like a Monday is yellow, Tuesday is blue, Wednesday is white, and even the size different is different. It sounds maybe really weird when I when I say it like that, but I've never seen someone else uh, having that. But now that I have more contact with people you know, who are really spiritual and, and stuff like that. I think maybe there is something to it as well. I'm not, but maybe I have to look more into that. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of um, unique. I'm not sure. I may, Perhaps you're developing your own style, your yeah. own intuitive spiritual style. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, because I've, I've uh, talked to people who see numbers in different colors, um, but I've never talked to someone who sees days in different colors and even when I, actually my partner is the only one who knows about it um he 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 doesn't say that I'm crazy but he's like like how what what do you see like <laughs> you know <laughs> um I, I cannot even explain it it's just in my head that you know I even see like a circle like the weeks I, I don't know <laughs> it's really hard to, to explain but um I think like you said that's a way of um yeah finding my way <laughs> mm -hmm. exactly yeah yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll develop your own style or your own some symbology to certain things like you know you'll say like you might see a bird well 
you know, for example, I'll say cardinal is like, if you see a cardinal, it's because someone from the um, spiritual side is looking over you. I mean, that's what they say in the internet as well. But you could also say, well, the bird also means to me this. So it's your own, whatever's your own intuitive feeling mm -hmm, is what, you know, you should go with whatever resonates with you. What makes sense with you is very important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is there, is there um like from all the things that you experienced in your life and with energy and intuition is there something like one big lesson that you've learned out of it the one big lesson i've learned is to follow your heart your your heart no matter what because it's the gps unit of your soul and it will never mislead you or misguide you so that's my driving force is my heart no matter what Um, because I, I just, um, if you shy away from it, then, you know, you take, let's say you take uh, another decision and you're like, ah, I knew I should just listen to my heart, you know, (laughs) because it feels funny, you know, to go outside, you know, to not follow your heart. And that's why I tell my, my clients all the time is like, follow your heart, no matter what. I know your ego or your mind will say, oh, you can't do this because you don't have that. Or, you know, that's silly, stupid. You can't do this. Don't listen to that voice. Listen to your divine self. (laughs) Yeah. Listen to yourself, your soul self, your intuition. And, and like, yeah, and everything will be just fine. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's scary. Sometimes it's really scary. You'll have to face some of those fears, but know that you'll overcome, you'll be stronger and you'll overcome more. And then you're like, oh, that was easy. That was like, no problem. <laughs> yeah, it, it's often like that, isn't it? Like we always have worst case scenarios in our head and then it happens. And then you're like, oh, well, at least I've experienced that a lot. Like you think like, oh, what if this happens? Or what if that happens? Or, or I have to make this decision. And then in the end, it's not as bad as you thought it would be. Um, and and not just that like really what's the worst that can happen like Mm -hmm. especially now in this time like even with paying the rent I'm like you know the landlords need I I pay half my rent right now because otherwise I just cannot afford it and then I'm like yeah but what if the landlords you know decides it's enough and he still wants to have the whole rent and I'm like you know what's the worst that can happen I mean it's a unique situation um Mm -hmm they are not going to kill us for not paying the rent you know i mean what's the worst and the worst that they can do is that they put us on the street well we just find something else i mean yes right there's always yeah exactly there's always uh, um another solution and it's not the worst yeah so that's a good way of thinking Mm -hmm. yeah yeah of course it's not nice like some situations that you're in are not the nicest and um but you know it's it's always better than being dead is what I think mm-hmm. right I mean, no matter how bad things get um, at least we are alive and it maybe for some people they wish they were dead um, but I think if you really really think about it life over here on earth is, is, is beautiful if you choose to see it that way yes correct yeah mm-hmm. Is there something yeah. else that you would like to share about your, about your journey, about healing, energy? Mm. Well, one thing is, so just make sure that when you see the ones, <laughs> that is, you know, you do have a spiritual journey. 
Um, and once you identify that you have this journey, you'll see other numbers, other repetitive numbers. So it's definitely a time for you to awaken, um, to start healing yourself from within. If you need some assistance, you can, you know, contact me or, yeah. or like, um, you know, any other spiritual healer, Reiki therapist that's in your area um, that can assist you with the healing process. Because as I mentioned, it's not an easy, it's not an easy, um, there's, it's nothing really easy. You know, you still got to do some work to it. But, you know, God, the universe, your soul chose to do this type of work in this lifetime. So you're going to be guided to doing certain things that you may not even realize you're doing it, like going to a grocery store at 2.30 p.m. and then the other side of town. And you're like, I don't know why I'm here. And then some random person comes up and starts saying how they had an awful day. And you're like, oh, I can help you with this, you know, and it just comes out naturally that way. And I feel like as um, and as you stated that, yes, the, the universe is changing, our world is changing. And I definitely feel that very strong guidance that um, many of us light workers are going to be called upon to start doing and helping with humanity. And so that's why it's important for those of you who are receiving that message to start healing from within and start building your spiritual strength up so that you can go ahead and start um, helping uh, what you need to do in this world. Yeah. So yeah, that's very important. Yeah. yeah. So if people want to work with you or want to um, ask you some questions, how they can reach you? Um, I have uh, an Instagram. Uh, actually, I, I can provide it to you, but it's uh, I have an Instagram, a Facebook, and um, I actually have a meetup group now. And uh, they can email or contact me or, you know, messenger me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'll just leave everything in the description so people can easily uh, contact you if they want to um i want to thank you so much for this conversation uh it, I, I think it was fun uh <laughs>